The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. And there's the Pat Kenny Show with Anton in for Pat. I'm joined by Shane Hannon, co-presenter. Co-presenter would be a hell of a job. Co-presenter of Off the Ball AM, the sports breakfast show from Off the Ball. Um, Shane, let's start with GAA Go. This is to do with how expensive it is to watch the matches that people might actually want to watch. Yeah, this is an issue that that has obviously raised its head in recent weeks and months and people giving out about having to pay for for GAA matches. They're already paying for the TV licence fee and RTE and all the rest. And I understand a lot of the complaints because you're, you're paying probably 12 euro for, for, for games I think it's an annual membership of 70 something euro as well for, for all these matches uh, but Catherine Martin who's the sports minister uh, and this is why the story I guess is pertinent this week she's received a, a lot of complaints it has emerged over the, the GAGO service some people saying you know their, their parents are in nursing homes they're quite happy to pay the money possibly but uh, maybe the Wi-Fi isn't strong enough they can't stream these matches so obviously watching games on television is just much easier and we're missing out on a lot of big uh, GA matches as well the well nature- that Wi-Fi point is one not to pass because given the original intent of the GAA and its role in rural Ireland rural Ireland is the place that has the worst broadband coverage compared to urban Ireland and therefore you're excluding the very people the GAA is meant to exist to include exactly and a lot of those conversations in in rural pubs and households revolves around the GAA be it hurling or or Gaelic football wherever you're from Um, so you know cutting out people of a certain vintage maybe uh, but people generally as well from watching certain big games look the the All-Ireland Football Championship is stacked this year there's so many games with this new format same in the hurling as well uh, so invariably they have to put some games behind the paywall but it just is a pity uh, and clearly that's the reason why Catherine Martin's getting so many complaints Galway versus Mayo on terrestrial oh on terrestrial television a farce uh, sorry not a farce It's we, we had the conversation this morning Galway and Mayo people let's be honest don't like each other I used the word hate on the show this morning um, in terms of a, a GEA sense there is that kind of uh, territory. It's a different form of hate. It's it a is, warm it's a different hate. Form of, it's yeah. a nice kind of hate. But the game's in Salt Hill, which you might think, oh, Galway have home advantage. Uh, but to be honest, Mayo have won three of the last four matches. They've played Galway there. Uh, uh, very often, strangely, it's who wins the toss uh, in Salt Hill because there's going to be 30 kilometre an hour wins this weekend, apparently, in Salt Hill. A bit of rain as well. So if you win the toss, that's worth a few points. You get to choose which half you get to play into uh, that uh, dreaded Salt Hill end. So it's going to be a cracker, a cracker of a game. Galway had a couple of injury concerns this You don't think well. the conditions will take the excitement out of it? I don't think so. I, I think it'll be possibly a low-scoring game because of the conditions, but in, like, inevitably, a, a point or two between these two teams. And that's probably the highlight of, of, of the weekend in terms of the, the Gaelic football action. You have a lot of games, like Donegal Tyrone is another cracker in the football. Cork Ross Common as well. Cork off the back of that brilliant win over Mayo last week. Uh, and Monaghan Kildare down in Tullamore. Uh, Kildare's pitch, of course, in Newbridge getting done up at the moment. So they don't have home advantage, but uh, that's going to be another cracking game. So plenty of action to look forward to, Anton. Highlights in the hurling? Yeah, we've got a couple of decent... like. I guess it's quarterfinal stage. Everyone's kind of looking at the uh, uh, the hurling semi-finals as the games game when it really uh, hits fever pitch uh, but uh, you're going to have Galway Tipperary as the, as the highlight this weekend um, Galway will, will still be reeling after that the way in which they lost that Leinster final to Kilkenny conceding a last minute goal Tipperary probably coming in with a, with a bit of a pep in their step after a, a very competitive Munster Championship so that's probably the game I'd be looking forward to in the hurling the most Galway Tipperary uh, really with the right to, to possibly play Limerick in a, in a Ireland semi-final I was listening this morning to Shane and Kira on News Talk Breakfast and I think I have the quote from John Duggan Wright where he said that dreams would be dashed and hearts broken as Vera Pau selects her team. It's going to be it's going to be a very difficult decision. And, and Vera has actually said in recent days she has had sleepless nights. You know, thinking about these conversations, they're going to be in person conversations. Uh, you can only bring the, the, a certain number of squad to, to the course of the World Cup in Australia, uh, and it's it's going to be heartbreak for some players because this is actually a squad where 
there are a lot of players vying for certain positions and there are going to be a lot of players disappointed. It's not like maybe the 2002 World Cup, the Irish men's team, the squad was very kind of well set, maybe a couple of positions up for up for grabs. This is very much up for grabs. Like Amber Barrett scored the two goals in that friendly win last night against Zambia. A lot of good performances put in. Leanne Kiernan back from injury. Um, I mean, some serious performances all around. Some frailties as well. Maybe a lack of pace at the back was one of the things I noticed last night from, from Vera Pau's team that would be a concern. But there were a lot of changes made. She made a raft of substitutions at halftime to give different girls a, a, an opportunity. Uh, but that decision, I don't know how she does it. And I guess that's what she's paid for to have those awkward conversations. I assume you develop calluses over the years. Yeah. It's not her first rodeo. She has selected no. teams before. I mean, obviously this is a significant selection, but nonetheless. Yeah, and, and I guess the fact that she's been in the job four years there's talk of a new contract as well uh, so she's got to know these players as personalities and, and friends probably in some ways as well um, uh, it's just it's going to lead to awkward conversations of course you can give players motivation if they don't make the squad to push on from there but I mean in the immediate uh, aftermath of that conversation it's going to be heartbreak for some of these players because July 20th when it rolls around and Ireland play Australia uh, they all want to be there to what extent do you think they see the writing on the wall before the conversation happens? I, I think I think it's so it's so close this year that I, I actually don't think I think some of them are going to go into conversations thinking I definitely have a seat in the plane picking out whether, whether it's a window or aisle and then getting told you're not going at all. Um, so I, I actually think it's going to be remarkably close. We actually have a roadshow for off the ball the night before the, the teams are picked. So there could be players of that roadshow, you know, it's kind of a going away party who then the next morning will be told that they're not going at all. So it's, look, the, the next, uh, they still have one warm-up game against France to come. Uh, but but that squad, when it's named, is going to be huge, disappointing for some and absolutely career highlight for others as well, we should remember. And it is a tribute to the, the nature of the person that is Vera Pau that she cares about that and yeah. evidently takes to heart the hurt that she will have to inflict. Oh, 100%. And she's managed high-profile teams before, so she's used to doing this, as you say, but I'm sure it doesn't get easier. Shane, thank you as always. That is uh, Shane Hannan, co-presenter of OTBAM, the sports breakfast show from Off The Ball. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.